What's up, everybody? What's going on? Mills the Virgo here. You're listening to Mills Speaks. Mills Speaks. Uh. Alright, so this beat, um, I think was my very first beat that I ever made that I had all the, the, the guys, the rappers that I used to hang out with. Um... <laughs> They heard it and they were like, oh shit, we gotta record it is right now. And I kind of knew that it would be like that because um, we was all in the studio like working on projects and stuff. And um, I knew when I made the beat, I was like, I, I know this is some really dope shit right here. Like, I'm, I'm not even gonna, you know, bullshit you. I, I knew. I knew it. Um, and so i let them hear it and they literally wrote to it and then we recorded it like if not that night definitely the the next time we was in the studio which was probably a couple of days after so it was a good time it was a really good time um and so this beat i think is another 2004 yeah 2004 maybe 2005 beat Good times, good times. Alright guys, so I'm going to go ahead and get started. It's been a while since I've recorded, since I've, you know, talked to you guys. Um, a lot has happened. Um, to be perfectly honest, listen, Mercury in this retrograde has really fucked me. I ain't going to lie to you. I mean, a lot of good things happened this month, you know, um, as it pertains to, like, saving money. But, I mean, it's just been kind of a shit show after a shit show after a shit show. <laughs> and, um... It's just, it's just crazy. It really is crazy. So, um, so we'll just get, we'll just jump right into it. So last week I was geared up to record and then I got to work. Um, no, this was two weeks ago. This was two weeks ago. I had recorded, um, it was just after the 4th of July. You know, I had done this, the Stranger Things, did another, you know, episode prior to that. You know, I was doing okay. Um, that next week, everything was fine. The week after that, on Monday, I come into work. My mother calls me. Uh, she tells me, and I knew something was off because she called me, but I had just left the house. You see, <laughs> I had just left the house, and she didn't call my cell phone. She called my, my work phone. So I was like, okay, okay. Um, so I, I called her back, and she had alerted me that uh, one of my cousins, Bahia, she had a heart attack, and I said, damn, you know, like, okay, shit, you know, did a prayer, you know, didn't think anything of it, because quite frankly, I figured she'd be okay, um, and I was wrong, I got another phone call that she was brain dead, and then, um, about an hour later, I got the call that she was, she was gone, um, and so, it, it was just, it was a lot for me because she was 46 years old, so she was extremely young. I'm 35, so she's 11 years older than me. Um, and she and I weren't the closest, but she was always extremely nice to me. Uh, a lot of you know that I grew up, I grew up the only child. Um, uh, my father uh, has other siblings. Yeah, excuse me, my father has, um, other children, um, but I am my mother's only child, 
and um, this was on my mom's side and everything, and she was always really nice to me. Um, I can't say the same for some of my other family members, but she was always really kind to me, and that goes a long way, especially when you feel ostracized in your family in some sort of way, you know, for whatever reasons. Um, it's always the people that stick out to you are the people who, you know, were always nice and kind to you, spoke to you, didn't treat you like, you know, trash juice, you know what I mean? And so she was one of those people, you know? And then we all have people in our lives like that, family or friends, co-workers, whatever, right? Um, that are just kind, sweet people. She was that to me. Um, she's the baby of... I want to say six or seven kids on just on her mom's side. She had a, a plethora, okay, of other siblings on her dad's side. And I had no idea until, of course, the funeral. I mean, she had rows of siblings. <laughs> it was like she got nine living sisters. And then they didn't even talk about the brothers. I mean, I can go and read the little thingy. I'm sure they're mentioned. But the fact of the matter is, is that she was loved. She had huge family, big numbers, big love, big heart. Um, and it'll be a big void. Um, the other part of this is, for me, you know, when you grow up, when you grow up, there's that, that subset of people. So I'll just give you guys a, a quick overview of my family tree, alright? Starts with my great-grandmother, um, and she had 12 children. Those 12 children, um, I think we are, we're missing, I think, two Two have passed away. My aunt Wilhelmina and my aunt Bernice. Bernice is the mother of Bahia, who just passed away. Um. So yes, my mother, my grandmother, my great grandmother has ten living children, and I'm trying to make sure I'm right on this. I believe I'm correct on this. Only two have passed away, but my grandmother is the eldest. She's the oldest. She's seventy-seven. Grandma's 77 now, 78. She's getting up there. Um, and the youngest is somewhere in the 40s, maybe. Maybe. I think my aunt Shell might be, she just might be 50. She just might be 50. So, um, when you grow up and you have that type of uh, history and knowledge of, of the family and you know what's what, you that that group of individuals that my grandmother all the way down to my aunt Shell, uh, those siblings, those that's the hierarchy of the family now. Um, it pained me deeply when my aunt Bernice passed away, not for any personal reasons that I had for her, none, none, not even a little bit. But what pained me when she passed was my cousins seeing my cousins her grandchildren, um, and, and, and all the people she was kind to, and nice to, and loved on, those people were hurting, and I can't stand to see other people around me hurting, I just can't, it just, it messes me up, so I knew that this funeral was going to be hard, because not only did I have the emotional connection with Bahia, but I also was concerned for her daughter, Seisha, my cousin, she's my third cousin, um, And she lost her mother at the young age. I mean, she's between 25 and 27. I'm not sure where she is in that in that line, but 
I know too damn young. I, I if I lost my mother at that age, I I don't know. I'd probably be on a pole somewhere. I don't know. Who, who knows? Who knows? I doubt it. Um, but that the whole thought of it is is terrifying, quite frankly. Um. So so when they start to die, it's like dang, a little bit of my you know my foundation is crumbling a bit. That's how I feel, me personally. I explained to a friend of mine, it, it doesn't matter about first, second, third cousins. I know a lot of families put emphasis on that. I'm not one of those people who puts emphasis on first, second, third cousin. Because at the end of the day, um, you know, it's all about the relationships. It's all about the people who treated you right, you know. Um, so I have closer connections with some second cousins than I do first cousins. That's only because I love, I like Hank, I like them more. That's just straight up. I like some of them more. Okay. Um, I have two first cousins on my mom's side that are absolutely in my heart all the way. Love them, love them, love them. I've got a couple of other first cousins that are on my mom's side that they're younger than me and I've got love for them absolutely but I'm just not as close to them as I am the other two and you know it it be like that sometimes honestly it be like that sometimes um, I got a <clears throat> second cousin who is almost like my sister she's like my little sister you know so that, that kind of stuff doesn't matter to me. What matters to me are, again, the relationships, uh, how people make you feel, and, uh, you know, what kind of lasting impression they leave on you, and, and you them. Uh, so when that happened, I I felt bad for two, three days. I, I, I just couldn't get right. I couldn't believe it. You know, I was in denial a bit. I was frustrated. I was sad for Sasha, her, her daughter. I was sad for her husband because she was married and she had um, some stepchildren and they didn't take take the loss very well at all either because, you know, she she practically raised them up. Just an overall great person. Her co-workers were there at the funeral. It was It was really nice. It was really, really nice. And our family showed up in a big way and and our family did something that I didn't think would happen we we united we united and we put down petty differences and I pray it's for you know the duration of life you know not just a short period of time but I still thank God for progress okay I still thank God for progress because hey listen it's hard out here Okay. Um, so so once the the funeral was done, I it, it took about a week. So the whole week until last Monday we buried her. Um, and now it's Tuesday, so it's been a week and a day since we buried her. And um, I just didn't have any desire to record. I didn't have any desire to speak. I was very quiet after the funeral because I, I I kind of had to figure some stuff out, man. You know. She was sitting on the couch. She was fine. And then all of a sudden she couldn't breathe. Then she had a heart attack. She had a brain aneurysm. And she's fucking gone. Like, damn. That's... <sighs> That's heavy. 
So, I mean, I don't want to be an asshole and say, oh, this is all part of Mercury's re- retrograde. No, 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 no. We'll get to Mercury's retrograde in a minute. But, no, that's that's not, this is not part of that. This is just God's will and what has happened. Um, and this so happened to happen during a time in which we decided <clears throat> it was Mercury's retrograde. Um... So yeah, I, I I just I've been quiet. I've been reading my books. Um, I have two books that I'm reading at at the same time simultaneously, um, and um, one is a uh, self help book and another one is a real estate book because I'm really trying to get that going. I really wanna I really wanna get this going. I, I think this would be a great uh, thing for me, my family, and anyone that I can bless with knowledge into this thing um but the book that i'm reading that's a self-help book is called the um the four agreements and um so far it's a fantastic book it it gives you so much to think about um one of the agreements is to be impeccable with your word i'm actually on that chapter it's like the second chapter but the first agreement and um it's a fantastic book. It's always talking about, um, or this chapter in particular is talking about how we have to be deliberate with our words. You know, that's why I don't, I don't do idle talking, right? I don't do small talk. Um, I'm not into it. Um, it's not necessarily that I don't care about what's happening with people's lives. It's just I don't feel like I need to add to this small talk. <laughs> I don't need to. I'll listen. And that's fine. I'm a really good listener, but I don't know. I just, eh, I'm not going to do a small talk. I, I remember um, I have a, a really good friend, and she and I can sit in the room together, and we can be watching TV or on our phones, you know what I'm saying? We could just be chilling, you know, and there, there could literally be no words spoken, none. You know, and we don't have a problem just chilling and being. It's no nobody's got an attitude. Everything's cool. We just chilling. You know, everything's fine. Um. So yeah, I struggle with small talk. I struggle with that kind of thing. And and um, you know, I'm not trying to fix it or anything. So let's not get that twisted. But I'm just saying that it's, <laughs> you have to be impeccable with your damn words. And you have to, they have to mean something. So you can't be one of these people who always has something to say and then, you know, be confused why nobody's listening, you know, um, like, or a person that always fucking complains about something and you'd be upset that nobody's taking what you're saying serious today. Well, because yesterday you were bitching and the day before you were bitching and the day before that you were bitching and it wasn't even that big a deal. So, you know, now you're crying wolf and the wolf is here to get you and I don't give a shit, you know? So, you know, that's, that's kind of, you know, that's kind of where it is right now. So, um, so that, I'm getting to the end of that, and the next chapter is called, <laughs> the next chapter is, is called Don't Take It Personal. Don't take anything personal, as a matter of fact, not just it, but anything. So I can't wait to get into that, into that, um, that chapter, because I think that's a very important thing, um, People do take things personal very quickly. We all have the tendency to prejudge. We all have the tendency to hear things the way we hear them. 
and then react the way we react and then wonder why we look like fools you know what i mean um we all have that um ability and we've all been there you know but you know sometimes you can't take stuff personal sometimes you just have to say you know what this person is just an idiot or you have to just say i don't know what's going on with them all i know is they gave the, gave me the answer i needed i don't need no more from them i think i'm moving into a place in my life where i can be functional with people that i absolutely positively can't stand now i am still struggling with that okay i'm not I, i've not conquered this okay but I, I think I'm moving into that that space um, a lot more these days. Um, yeah, it's just been really hard for me to to deal with bullshit. So um, be it at work, be it at home, out in these streets. Okay, it's just really hard for me, man. Uh, so I'm just I'm just trying to get myself together. Okay, because again, I'll go ahead and now move into Mercury Retrograde. I have been struggling um, since the beginning of this Mercury's Retrograde. It, it, my, my shit was fucked up before I even knew that it was Mercury Retrograde. Okay, before I even knew it, I was like, what in the fuck is happening here? Um, yeah, it's just an interesting thing. Um... I also even wanted to blame my attitude early in the month on my period. I was like, this this fucking period is out of control this time. This time. This must be the last one because I tell you, this time. Right? But, <laughs> but no, no. The fuck shit continued to happen after the period left. So I knew then that it just wasn't it. Um, um, so, you know, obviously if you've, if you've heard about it or if you've, you know, seen little posts here and there on your social media or whatever um you know they they say you have lots of techno technological issues you have uh, communication issues uh relationship issues um uh all of that kind of stuff unable to get a grasp or a hold of anything so yeah you know it's been um a little bit of a struggle for me i didn't write down all of my woes because it's not really all that important but you know at, at the end of the day though you know it's just been a struggle um not just for me um everybody that i know so there's that um i've tried to breathe some um positivity into some people because they need it more than me um you know sometimes when you believe in others more than you believe in yourself or maybe not even that maybe it's just that you just believe in them a whole lot you don't ever want them to get down on themselves so you know but i realized that uh it, it could just be this bullshit here and then also sometimes you know you get to that space sometimes you get to the place where you're like okay i'm done and then you realize no i'm not so then you pick it up and then you you know, then that's the story. It's that's part of the story. That's part of the testimony. That's part of everything. You know what I mean? Um, so let let me get to the to the paper. Okay, I got I got some notes for the past couple of weeks here. Let's see. I've got written down various things. I, I see that I wrote down the Lion King. Okay, this was prior to the movie even coming out. Um, I hope that you guys have all enjoyed The Lion King. I have not seen it yet, but I do plan on going to see it this weekend if I can. Um, you know, just as a nice little, you know, getaway, uh, 
probably treat myself uh, and then keep it moving. Um, it'll be great. I've heard great things about it. I've heard not so great things about it. I, the, the things that I heard that wasn't so great was just that it looked too realistic, which, listen, a, a person like myself, um, a tech and film buff like myself, you're never going to hear me say no shit like that, okay? <laughs> like, oh, it was just too realistic. Oh, man, it just, it looked too good, you know? No, absolutely not. That's not going to be me, so there's that. Um, and then also, I I don't, you know, I was thinking about this, and I was talking to my mother, and I said, do I really want to spend my money to go see this movie that I've already seen before, and it's literally just going to be the same movie, they're going to take line for line, and it's just going to be the same images and everything, it's just going to be the same, the same, the same, and then <laughs> a friend of mine was just like, I mean, did you want them to change it, and I was just like, no, fuck no, <laughs> So yeah, so yeah, so yeah, I do want to spend the money to see a movie that I have seen before, um, to, 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 to experience this, um, what is it, 25, 30 years, who knows, it's a lot of years, um, afterwards, so, we got, uh, all-star cast, right, so you've got, uh, got, uh, Beyonce, of course, Donald Glover, they play, uh, Simba and Nala, grown up. James Earl Jones, of course, is reprising his uh, role as Mustafa, my man. Um, wait, wait, wait. Am I wrong here, or is it Mufasa? It's Mufasa. Mustafa was was coming to America. My God. Okay, my bad. My bad. Mufasa. Mufasa. He's he's reprising his role as Mufasa, and I pray that he can you know, hold on until they get to, to film and come into America too. It'd be great if we could see Mustafa again. That'd be fantastic. But anywho, getting ahead of myself. No, um, we've got, uh, several people that were in Black Panther. Okay. We got Seth Rogen. <laughs> we got some other people, um, in it too. Um, who was Scar? 12, 12 years a slave. That's my man. I can't say that man's name. I don't even understand the letters in it. Chichitawa. Ah, damn. Let's just go with 12 Years a Slave. He is in it. He plays Scar, which I like him a lot. So, And I can definitely see him as a villain because I wanted to fuck him up and solve. So there's that. Um, but yeah. Um, so I pray that everybody has enjoyed this. Um, like I said, I'll be heading over to see you soon. Um, uh, let's see, another movie's coming out in October, it's a new Maleficent, I did not know we were doing sequels to this, because it was already, uh, kind of, um, a hybrid, if you will, because Sleep and Beauty was nothing about Maleficent, however, however, they decided that we needed the story, you see, I did not think we would have a, um, I really didn't think that we would have a, uh, sequel to this bad boy, so, you know, okay, kind of like a truly a sequel to Sleeping Beauty too because I mean shit I mean Sleeping Beauty's in it and she's awake and you know it's kind of like further down in her life so yeah we we didn't I don't know that we asked for this Disney so I I, you know I'll catch it on USA when it gets there in 2020 okay um I have written down here boycotting ASAP for ASAP Rocky it's Rocky not Ferg I wrote down ASAP Ferg my god um, but no, ASAP, Rocky, um, uh, I wrote down 
T.I. and Tyler, the creator, stated they weren't going to go back to uh, Sweden because uh, ASAP Rocky has been detained. And at this point, he's been arrested. He's been charged um, and pled not guilty Okay, over here in Sweden. Um, it's, it's a very real situation going on here, and it's, and it's uh, unfortunate because the, the problem I have with this situation is that karma came back so hard. Like, it didn't have to come back to him like this. It could have come back to him a little softer. Okay, it could have it it happened stateside. You see, karma really came back on his ass because he, he came out here being reckless during the Ferguson, uh, you know, riots and, and, and protests, really. It wasn't really riots. It was protests and, um, you know, various situations that happened across the country. And ASAPs, you know, he spoke out and he was just like, and he was just like, listen, I don't live there. I live in Calabasas. I live in Beverly Hills and Soho, you know, and I can only care about that. I only want to talk about drugs and the girls that come in and out of my life. He want to talk about this bullshit. He, he don't care about being, a, you know, an activist. And I'm not ever asking anybody to be an activist. But what I am asking is if you are not going to speak up and out about it, do not speak ill about it either. Because... Now you're putting yourself in a very precarious situation. Now you put yourself in a situation after hearing this, this statement from him. And now he's going through the things that he's going through. It's like, oh, wow. It's like, should we care? Right? Because, you know, we uh, we don't live in Soho and we don't live in Beverly Hills. And none of that stuff ever affected you. So why should we give a shit about what's happening to you in Sweden? Now, obviously, I'm not that cold-hearted. I don't feel that strongly about that. I honestly, quite frankly, don't feel strongly about this one way or the other, okay? Um, he could get out of jail, and I'd be fine. He could stay in there. I'd be okay. I mean, I, I, I mean, it's concerning that he's being held and being charged, and, and it's quite obvious that it's because he's black and, and probably rich and a rapper and in another country and, and got caught fighting. And, you know, obviously some of the things that are going down, some of the things that the other person that actually instigated the fight, um, you know, suing for, you know, his headphones, he wants his headphones replaced, but my guy, you threw your headphones at the security guard. Like, so no, no, you, you don't get new headphones, sir. You get this two-piece. That's what you get. You get this two-piece. Okay? Um, so, yeah. It's unfortunate. And I'm not going to lie to you. If this was, you know, any any other situation, obviously, I'd be like, oh, no. But obvi- obviously, I'm not, um, not going to go too hard on this one way or the other. Okay? I, I just think it's interesting that you are now being confronted with the things that you refuse to at least acknowledge was happening in our country. Now you're in another country, you got treated like trash juice and your money, and the fact that you live in Soho and you live in Beverly Hills and you aren't part of the uh, community, right? That's got nothing to do with it in Sweden. It really has got nothing to do with it in the United States either, but we're going to let him keep living this dream. I pray that he can um, learn from this um, I did hear, I was listening to Jamel Hill's podcast, um, Unbothered, and she's got a section at the end where she's talking about fucking unbothered, and that's when I found out that Joe Budden had a problem with the fact that Crystal said what she said about him, and, you know, I had said the same thing about Jess Hilarious, the same thing that Joe Budden is saying about 
ASAP Rocky is the same thing I said about Jess Hilarious when she made the comments about the Muslims slash Sikh uh, people on the plane and being scared and all these kinds of things, you know what I mean? I said to my friend, I said, why do we assume people will always know everything? How can't we, how come we can't allow life to show them? Why can't we allow, you know, this to be the lesson? I did say that. I did say that. So really the only difference between ASAP Rocky and Jess Hilarious is that ASAP Rocky openly came through with his bullshit talking about how he wasn't going to be concerned with the plight of the um, African-American in the United States, even though he is definitely one of them. Um, you know, I, I found that rather ridiculous, you see. Um, I ain't even going to go into the comments that he had to say about dark-skinned women and this and the other because, you know, colorism, unfortunately, is r- rampant in my in my race and, you know, it comes hardcore from the men um, and it's just unfortunate. It's really all it is. It's just completely unfortunate. Um, so, like I said, karma came through hard on him and it could have been... It could have been easier, you know. But listen, again, this is God's will. It's not mine. So, Sorry, ASAP. ASAP got one song. He got one song that I like. And I can't even remember what it's called. But it's with Swiss Beats. And it's, so, it's, it's one of the dopest songs. I had it on like 100 playlists um, back when it was popping. So, Sorry, ASAP. I hope you get your life. I hope you are able to get out of jail. hope you are able to, um, you know. Uh, come home soon. Um, I, I did hear that Kim Kardashian is on the case, so she has spoken with uh, the the head cheese head uh, forty five, and he has tried his hardest to get ASAP out of Sweden. However, uh, the Sweden government uh, basically told uh, forty five and everybody else to fuck off. We don't interfere with legal things like that. Um, and the due process will have to take its place, um, and that's just that on that, <laughs> okay, so, there's that, um, let's see, wow, I wrote this down twice, I, I wrote down that, that 45 was tripping, and that ASAP can stay for all I care, damn, that's, wow, okay, um, 45 is tripping, or has been tripping, or is still tripping. I don't know how we say these things. But anywho, you know, the squad, the squad, the squad. I started to name this squad. Um, and, I, and, you know, who knows? Who knows? The name might just be that. You never know. You just never know. And so, um, you know, the squad is comprised of four uh, women of color who are Congresswomen, if I'm not mistaken, or part of the Senate, um, and Congresswomen, they're Congresswomen, and, um, you know, it's, it's unfortunate that, that these women are, are being singled out like this when they are simply for the people and telling all of the truth. Um, I'm not sure who, uh, if, if, if. The concern for Democrats was black women, right? If you know you need to get the black woman out to vote for you, they're all doing a fucking horrible job of addressing this shit here, okay? 
you're not going to find too many black women supporting somebody who can't definitively stand up and say this is some bullshit right here now you do have some of these some of some of these sisters out here who will vote for the the old white man regardless so that would be your man joe biden maybe even bernie who i fucks with too but for the most part you're not we're not we're not fucking with uh anybody that has not said that 45 is trash ass trash for um you know for saying what he has said he told the four of these ladies he told them to go back to go back to where they came from um the only problem with that is that um all four of them are united states citizens however one is a somali american so she's about the only one that could go back anywhere but she's she's an american so she's got her citizenship and she's a congresswoman so you can't tell her to to go back to where she come from uh, she's from here okay She's from fucking here, you asshole. How about you go back? How about you go back to where you came from? How about that? How about that? Asshole. Okay, so if you don't know who the squad is, I, I've been trying to kind of pick it up, pull it up here so I can get some names, okay? But if you don't know them, then go on ahead and go ahead and Google the squad, and then you'll come up. I did, go- I did just Google it, and apparently there has been um, in North Carolina. There's a a gun shop. That put up a uh, billboard to slam the the progressive congresswomen, and it says the four horsemen cometh, and then they scratched out cometh, and then wrote our idiots signed the deplorables, <laughs> Cherokee guns, one mile on the right. So shout out to to Cherokee guns with the bullshit. They got pictures of them, of course, the congresswomen in their um their 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 pictures in front of the American flag. You know, um, so it's just, it's just um, unfortunate. It is unfortunate. Um, you know, I don't know. I don't know. I just, it's just unfortunate that, that, that people can be so damn, um, fucking ridiculous. Um, but I, I, like I said earlier in, in the episode, I have gotten to a place. <laughs> where I can't even express outrage like that toward bullshit because I'm so far off of it. I'm I'm ready to make like tons of money. Like I, I don't want to fight and argue and twist and turn and all that bullshit. Like I want to learn stuff. I want to learn this real estate shit. I want to get good at it. I want to make money. Then I want to teach others. Right? I don't give a fuck about Trump and his ignorant ass or his followers and they ignorant asses. Um, I am concerned for these women. These women are, um, they're all in danger. They're all in danger. I mean, shit. If Kathy Griffin was on the hit list for the, 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 um, white supremacist sniper dude that was out there in California, if, if she was on the hit list, you know these girls are on the hit list. These ladies are on the hit list. So, I'm concerned for them daily. Um, but hopefully, uh, the government continues to do their job and they catch all the threats and everything's fine. Um... We'll move on from the squad. <clears throat> we move on from the squad. Actually, I don't want you guys to go back anywhere. You guys are doing exactly what you need to do, exactly where you need to do it. Keep doing it, motherfucking squad. Wait, I, I still didn't get your names. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, yeah. 
I mean, it was a hardcore sign-off, too, and then, bam, nothing. You know. <laughs> Let's just go with uh, AOC is on there. Okay, that's Alexandria or... Oh, my God. Let, let's, let's, let me get it together here. I'm sorry. Okay, I found it finally. I'm sorry for the delay. Truly. Um, it, uh, the ladies uh, include Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez, a.k.a. AOC of New York, um, uh, Ilhan Omar of Minnesota, Ayanna Presley of Massachusetts, and Rashida Talib of Michigan. Okay, so all of these ladies are um, women of color um, who are young, progressive, ready to make changes, ready to talk common sense in otherwise bullshit um, arenas, and they're constantly being attacked by this stank-ass president because he realizes the strength and the power that they have, and it's much easier to have them as a target as he's trying to get into this, uh, presidential, uh, campaign once again, okay, um, so it's unfortunate, um, I'm fairly disappointed in Nancy Pelosi, she isn't really doing anything, they're, the Democrats are really not doing a damn thing, this is why I, I, I don't even really want to identify with them, because quite frankly, they are full of shit, okay, they're full of shit, and so, we just hope that, a candidate can stick, you know, can uh, kind of stick out and do well because otherwise we're fucked. Four more years with this bullshit. So, uh, let's see what I have. I already talked about my death in my family. My cousin, rest in peace, but he, uh, you will be missed. You were loved. Will continue to be loved. Um, oh, uh, two new shows that I watched. Um, one's a Netflix show called Another Life. You guys probably saw that when you were opening up your Netflix, and you probably saw a new space show. Um, for me, space shows are the fucking best. Okay, I love them. Space shows, space episodes, anything like that. I was watching, um, I was watching Twilight Zone, and they have an episode where they're in space. And it's one of the coolest episodes, and then there's aliens at the end. It's awesome. I love it. I love anything that's taking us in space. Uh, space is the ultimate unknown. We have no idea what's out there. I don't give a damn with their tele, tele um, telescopes and all of their uh, drones and all that shit. I don't care what it it. I don't care. They don't have a clue um, what's out there and what to expect. And I love it. Um, but yeah, no, it's a great show. It's about um, aliens that have come to invade Earth. Actually, they've come and landed on Earth. Um, they planted an artifact, and we don't know why it's here. Um, we, we try, of course, of course. We try to communicate with it, of course. We try to, um, learn from it, but eventually they get, uh, of course, the United States government gets impatient. They say, hey, let's send, you know, a group of explorers out to you know, this other planet, because we, we're getting a similar signal from the planet, this must be the, you know, origination, you know, that kind of thing, um, so they, you know, it's a crew of, I want to say about eight or so, or so, and, um, yeah, they go out, and they, they embark on this trip, 
and the first sign of trouble is that they, uh, one of the, the captain is woken up first because there's some kind of, some kind of issue. I can't remember what's wrong with the, with the, uh, with the ship, but there's some kind of issue, and then she's forced to wake up the whole crew, and then, you know, things happen, and she's in charge, but the guy whose ship it is isn't in charge, and he's feeling some kind of bitter, and he's got his crews there, and they're feeling kind of bitter about him being bitter, and it's just craziness, and then it just, all hell breaks loose in the first episode, it's amazing, and then once all hell breaks loose in the first episode, um, at that point, you're on go the entire rest of the show, so it's crazy. I love it. Um, I'll probably rewatch it at some point, but not anytime soon. Um, this isn't a Stranger Things thing, you know. It's not like that, but it's really good. Um, I enjoyed the shit out of it. Um, it just tripped me out because I just watched Alien Resurrection, which is a sequel to Prometheus, which was a prequel to Alien. <laughs> um, basically, space. You know, we're out here traveling to see where we come from. That kind of shit. And, um, I just watched Alien Resurrection, and it was crazy, just like this, in, in the, you know, in the ship, going to a foreign land, you know, doing too much on stuff we don't know nothing about, you know, it's just, it's just crazy. But, shout out to the, uh, the, the lead actress, I don't know who she is, I don't know her name or anything like that, but this bitch was awesome, I loved her, um, she was badass, she was the right amount of badass. She was the right amount of badass. So I appreciated that. Selma Hayek is in this. That's not her name. That's not her name. Her name is Selma Blair. Not Hayek. Selma Blair is in this show. And all I can think about is you have come a long way from Cruel Intentions. That's all I got to say. It's like, damn, Selma. You've been out here doing it, girl. Doing it. So anyway. But no, she's in it. Um, She's got a fairly decent part in it. Not huge, but not small either. Um, and it's, it's really good, man. It's really good. Now, the other show that I started, and I actually finished both of these shows, but the other show that I watched was called The Boys, and that's an Amazon Prime, um, show, or Amazon show. I don't know what you call it. Um, oh, man, The Boys is about superheroes that are corrupt, and then there's this group of people who want to take down the, the superheroes, and it is fucking fantastic, it is crazy. I've never seen a show like this in my life. I've never seen somebody run through a human before. It, it was amazing. The special effects was crazy. The acting was 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 pretty good. Um, I just really enjoyed the shit out of it. I really did. Um, all of the different issues that the superheroes ran into were were so realistic yet crazy at the same time. Um, I never saw a superhero that uh, purposefully let people die, so that was interesting. Um, I won't do too much spoilers with this, but I mean, it's fantastic. You got this guy who looks like Zach Morris. He's playing this Captain America Superman guy. He's like Captain America mixed with Super Superman. He's got a cape and it's the American flag, and he's got laser eyes and he's super strength. He flies. He's fast. Oh yeah, he's fantastic. He can he can see through the wall. He's X-ray vision. So yeah, he's like Superman, Captain America, and Zach Morris mixed together, and um. Elizabeth Shue, a.k.a. Um, those of you who want to take it all the way back. Okay, Adventures in Babysitting. The Babysitter. Holla! Um, one of my favorite shows or movies as a young child, too. Uh, one of my favorite movies, Adventures in Babysitting. 
If you have not seen that, then first of all, get your life. Second, get to the movie. Get to the movie. You will enjoy it, I promise you. You will enjoy the shit out of Adventures in Babysitting. Um, so, she's in it. She's in it. She looks really good, too, still. Elizabeth Shue. Like, um, that movie came out, shit. Who knows? That movie might have been a 1990, 91 movie. Let's check. Let's see. Okay. Let's see. So, it's in, uh, it came out in the year 1987, damn. Not even the 90s. So, 87 is when that movie came out. Um, so she still looks really, 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 really good. Shout out to her. Shout out to her. Okay. Um, cause that was 30 some years ago and she was supposed to be 17 in that movie, but she was probably in her twenties. So yeah, she's probably 50 some years old, but she looks really good still. She was in hollow man too. If you guys saw that hollow man with Kevin Bacon and you, you know, all that. Yeah. So, um, so she, she was really awesome in it. She was the person that basically was in charge of them, and they all listened to for the most part. Um, and it just was really cool. They had a Wonder Woman character. They had an Aquaman character. They had a Flash character. Flash was played by our guy, Jesse Tusher. Um, he's from um, uh, Survivor's Remorse, if you guys ever watched that show on Stars. Um, it's a LeBron James show he executive produced. I think it's loosely about his life, too. And if you guys saw, like, Almost Christmas, he's the, the baby boy of the, the family. Yeah. Uh, but, no, Jesse Jesse's in it. And, um, yeah. It's it's uh, it's a tremendous show. I, I, I suggest everyone have, you know, sit down and watch it. If you can't, if you don't have Amazon, of course, you can watch it on the Fire Stick, I'm sure. Uh, if you don't know how to do that, let me know. I will help you with this for a small fee. Um, but yeah, um, but I definitely would check that out if you guys have the ability to. Um, ten episodes of nonstop crazy stuff going on. I mean, weird special effects, people getting killed like crazy. I mean, I can't even think of the worst death, honestly. Okay? (laughs) I can't even think of the worst one. So, um... Really cool. Really cool. It's got my man Bones in it from um, Star Trek. If you guys ever saw Thor Ragnarok, he was uh, the guy who was the traitor in Thor Ragnarok who kind of worked with the the villain. Um, Bones was also in Red. If you guys watched Red, the first one, he was the CIA agent that uh, Bruce Willis uh, kicked his ass. Um, But no, Bones was in it. He's great. He's got his English slash Australian accent. I'm not real sure. I can't put my finger... I can't put my finger on it. Um, I'm not sure if it's British or Australian, so we're just going to roll with one or the other or a mixture of both. Um, and so I, I struggled to understand what he was saying. not going to lie to you. Straight up. I struggled. But um, it wasn't It wasn't hard. It wasn't that hard. So, um, But yeah, um, so I, I, I definitely suggest that show and Another Life. Um, great shows. Another Life's got eight episodes, and The Boys has ten. Um, I was just told, made aware of by a co-worker of mine. Her children did some fantastic research on Stranger Things. Um, Stranger Things is only going to have five seasons, guys. I just want to let you guys know that right damn now. This is indeed coming to an end at some point. Um, five seasons. Um, and... Uh, Damn, there was something else they found out. 
they found out some other stuff. I was like, dang, there's some real researchers. Um, I'll figure it out at some point, and I might mention it on another episode. But but the biggest thing is that they have an end in its five seasons. So so I would like to think that if you guys know it's going to end in five seasons, that you already had those seasons written. So if, if they already have them written, then I'm, I'm, I'm elated. Uh, oh, and apparently season four will come out in 2020, so next year. So I, again, couldn't be happier. And so what that also lets me know is that you guys decided to write season three and four together, possibly five. So maybe we only got two more years of this shit. That'd be great. That'd be really, really great. Like, really great. Anyway. Um, well, not great for it to end, but, you know, great for them to pick it up and not be like a year and a half to almost two years between seasons. I mean, damn, these kids are going to be fucking grown, married, have kids and everything before they're supposed to be out of high school in Hawkins, Indiana. You know what I mean? So, yeah, check that out if you can. Um, there's also a movie on Netflix called Perfect Obsession. And this movie, again, this is not a good movie, okay? It's it's good in that the movie itself is okay, but the, the, the woman in the movie will piss you off, okay? She will piss you off because she's not smart. And, you know, what I realize when I say things like this and when I get mad at movies like this is clearly I spent more time as a child being sneaky than people in movies, right? Because, see, you you got to be quiet when you're sneaking around, you see. If, if somebody's gone from the house and you wanted to do some digging, you've got to be quiet. You've got to be alert. You know, hear cars coming, you see. You've got to put everything literally back the way it was when you fucking got there. So that means you got to pay attention, you see. I mean, maybe I'm just... Maybe I spent too much time being sneaky. Maybe that's what it is. But listen, that girl was dumb as hell in that movie. You hear me? Um, Allstate's in it. Our guy uh, from the Allstate commercials with the with the good voice. He's in it. I don't know his name. He was also in Wait and Exhale. Those of you who saw that movie years ago, he was the one that Savannah dated. Whitney Houston. You're welcome. Um, yeah. I think his name was Kenneth. Yep. Um, but no. Um, but so this movie was was you know it was okay. Um, if you if you need a movie where you just gonna have to holler at the screen, this is the movie for you. Okay, this is it for you. You, you you're gonna get a coronary watching this dumb girl on this dumb movie. Okay. Otherwise, uh, you can watch it and you can just gaze into my man's eyes from under the dome. He's a very attractive guy. He's crazy, but he's very attractive. And so, you know, you got some eye candy there to be able to see. Um, but no, no, overall, I give the movie like a B. And um, and I give that girl an F because I hate her. Um, but anyway, uh, so we'll move on from that. It's cool. It was cool. Um, uh, just shortly on the outside of pop culture and other things, we're going to go ahead and talk about sports because, you know, I love sports. Uh, so basketball, I don't know what I talked about the last time, quite frankly. So I don't know that this happened at this time. But Anthony Davis is now part of the Los Angeles Lakers along with LeBron, along with Boogie. Okay. We've got uh, Rondo. we got Kuz. we got JaVale McGee. Uh, we've got uh, um, Giannis Antetokounmpo's uh, younger brother. We picked him up off, off waivers. 
Um, we, we, we've got some good stuff going on. Kawhi did not come to the Lakers. He went to the Clippers. So, you know, I, I'd say uh, the Lakers did pretty good in summer 2019. Uh, trying to, you know, fill out this roster and get right. Um, I'll still be paying attention to Steph because I love Steph. I love Steph. Um, Steph has a new uh, partner, D'Angelo Russell. He used to be with the Lakers until he got traded, and, you know, he's an idiot, um, so whatever. Um, <laughs> Clay's still there, but Clay, Clay got his contract. He got paid, but he also busted out his ACL, so he won't be playing anytime this season. And if he does play, he won't come back until probably the playoffs. Um, and then, of course, Draymond. They have Draymond there. Draymond's last year in this contract. He's going to be looking to get paid. So, we'll see. We'll see, babe. Um, lastly, I, I saw this really funny picture of D-Wade in his jersey. So, this uh, past year or season was uh, Dwayne Wade's last season. So, he went through the entire season basically collecting jerseys from people, you know, his favorite players toward the end of the run. So, most likely after the All-Star break, some before. Um, and it, I think it's like 12, maybe 8 to 12 players of jerseys he got are not even on that team anymore. They're not even on the team anymore at all, period. So it's just crazy. So it was a very crazy uh, offseason for the NFL, excuse me, for the NBA, also crazy for the NFL. Um, they're getting crazy and into the analysis and all that shit now. Um, which I'm not overly excited about because, you know, I've kind of been all over football for the past several seasons because of various reasons, um, but mainly the Kaepernick situation. But, um, you know, if I do pay attention, uh, of course, I'll be looking at those those Bucks, Tampa Bay Buccaneers, see what Bruce Arians can do with SRES, James Winston at quarterback position. I really pray that that boy um, looks good. Like he says, like Bruce says, oh, he works too hard. Sometimes I got to tell him to stop working. Yeah, well, we'll see. We'll see. We'll fucking see. Um, and I'll be paying attention to the Chiefs, Kansas City Chiefs, because I just love little Patrick Mahomes. He is the cutest little fella ever. He's got that little terrible ass throat um, voice. Um, I really F with him. So um, I really hope the young man can get to the Super Bowl, win it, be great. Um, I'll be interested to see what Cam does this year. He's got the new shoulder, surgically repaired shoulder. He's back. He's bigger. He looks like he's vegan. He said he laid off some sex, so he's probably focused. You know, I mean, listen, I'm, I'm excited to see how it all goes, quite frankly, because it's been too long, okay? Um, I think I am going to do fantasy football. I think I'm going to do fantasy football. Um, so if you guys are interested in that, I will be, um, I will definitely, um, you know, be open to anybody sending your email to me and I can invite you into the league, um, along with me and my friends and then you can see how crazy things go. So it'll be a good time. And, um, I think that's all I have. I think that's all I have. Let's see if there's anything else that I'm missing. That I just completely missed. I just don't know. Oh, I guess I could talk about this Jermaine Dupree and female MC stuff. You know what? I'll save it for the next episode because I'm sure I'll have opinions on this because 
you know, consistently the, the, the MCs that happen to be female um, are really popping right now and they're hitting. And not just the ones that he claims uh, are strippers that rap, right? The, the people who are strippers that rap and rappers that have extensive content and have a storytelling ability and got fucking bars, you know. They keep coming out the woodwork, right? That's because they've always been there. You guys just never paid attention. That's all it is. But anyway, I, I'm going to wrap it up. I'm going to wrap it up because we're knocking on a whole hour. And, um, yeah, I'm done. I don't, I don't have much else to say. Um, next episode, I'll make sure to have a, a hometown spotlight. I think I'm going to do it on my girl Courtney Pate, who has a baking business back home. Her cakes, cupcakes, banana puddings, everything, they all look really good. I've yet to try it, um, but they all look really good. We grew up together, so I'm always going to show love. Um, so, yeah. So, yeah. So, listen, you guys can uh, uh, always follow me on Instagram. Okay? Follow me on Instagram, Mills the Virgo. It's Mills the D-A, Virgo. Um, and then Mills Speaks. That's the podcast. You probably want to just follow that and contact me there with any questions, any concerns, anything you want to be discussed online or, you know, on the show. Um, you can also follow me at Mills the Virgo on Twitter and on Facebook. Um, you can actually just search Mills Speaks in the J Mills Productions page will come up or you can just search J Mills Productions and, uh, all the information there will come up. Um, so, guys, thank you again for spending some time to listen to me rant and rave and such. I pray that you guys have a great week ahead. Um, listen, we only have one more day left in this um, ragged-ass um, retrograde that of Mercury. Um, so, so I'm going I'm to pray for everybody that we can just come through, come through this in one piece. Okay? Jesus be offense. All right, y'all. Thank you very much for your support. And I'll holler.